1: the bay area's finest just want to say i we have a legend in the building
0: No, oh, that's what's up legend that's dope
1: do you do you wake up in the morning and you don't think you're a legend
0: nah, no i know i'm pretty amazing but i may not say a legend yet. okay you know I'm, yeah i'm just an amazing person in my mind oh why you gotta are you feel an, like that
1: why are you an amazing person
0: just gotta feel like that you know sometimes um you're defined by your what you've overcame
1: Mm.
0: And you know Even if your small steps is Something to you that you hold dear You should adhere to That feelings Low self-esteem is a It's a form of depression You know And, and many yeah. of us deal with a lot of mental health things in, in the communities and areas and In life and in the world in general And um, I'm an advocate for You know High self-esteem I'm an advocate for You know mental health And making people feel Like the best version of themselves So I always want to put that out in the world, whatever it is, that's aligned with amazing and feeling you know, exuberant, I wanna feel that, I wanna be that, I wanna be the best version of myself.
1: Were you always like this? Like even in the height of the Hypey Bay Area movement, like, was this always your energy?
0: Yeah, most definitely, you just had to, you had to be able to be different in the areas that we were coming from, something to stand out a little bit, but right. uh, it was something that was significant about you know every individual at that time. And, you know, that was, that's my, my secret ingredients. Right. You know, was the energy and the just the purity. Hell yeah. Something natural, you know.
1: Hell yeah. Usually I get into it later on, but, you know, mental health is a big part of my show.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure.
1: Um, So just wanted to know how you're doing. How is everything? How's your mental state?
0: I'm good right now. I appreciate you asking. Um, yes. I think we've normalized saying I'm okay when we're not okay. Um, and I'm always a, a huge advocate of that, telling people uh, it's okay to not be okay. Um, and you know, at this current time right now, and I'm actually okay. I'm, I'm great. Uh, my children are great. Hell
1: yeah, you got two um, kids,
0: right? Yeah, two two kids, a boy and a girl. Wow, um, that's a,
1: that's beautiful.
0: Apples of my eyes, man. So, I'm good right now. Um, things are just, you know, the consistency. I was talking to, uh, I was talking to Echo, and we were just talking Shout about out to Echo. When when things are flowing, um, the consistency brings security. Hell yeah. And it's uh, it's imperative that one goes with the currents of. Uh, something that's secure you know so those are the secure things that in my life right now of remaining consistent remaining moving and uh, my mobility continues to bring happiness towards me and that's the trajectory that I'll continue to follow
1: that's crazy because just doing my research and all that it was just like you actually were in a bidding war right and you ended up staying independent or how to go down well, a
0: few little things uh, those are several moons ago um, we right. did some situations and Um, I was blessed with an opportunity from Atlantic Records to uh, give me an opportunity to to do some things with my own label. But at that time, being from the Bay Area, a lot of people they say that they're independent or that they have their own labels, but it's more so just about hearsay. Um, It's banter. It's not really actually. Oh, we got a label and we have the infrastructure that's based off what a label really consists of. It's just the the mind state. It's a mind state, an independent mind state, Um, and you move as a renegade. But you don't actually have the infrastructure and the tools to conduct a business and a label like you should or like a successful one. Right. Um, but I was able to um, link in with Atlantic, and they gave me an opportunity a long time ago to help me stand by and watch and witness what an actual label does. Really. And I was able to see that and kind of utilize it and for my own recipe and uh, cook up a gumbo. And uh, I've been, been cooking ever since.
1: Damn, we love a good gumbo.
0: <laughs>
1: Damn, well, you mentioned the bay, so I got to give you this Uh, fl- Oh, this flower. It's from Fuego Family Farm. Fuego. Do, you, do your friends be smoking?
0: I know a lot of people that smoke. We're All from right. the bay.
1: That's true. That's you know, true.
0: We're from the bay, baby. Everybody blow a little bit. Yeah. You know? Shout out to Fuego. What up?
1: Hey. I'm
0: going to sit this down. Real yeah.
1: Wait, so you, do you, you still stay in the bay, obviously? Uh-huh. And you just got a crib in L.A.? A uh, crib in L.A.,
0: you. crib in Atlanta. Damn. Um, of course, I always maintain residency at home. I'm yeah. um, just moving around. Yeah, you know, Kind of a stable vagabond.
1: Yeah. Wait, did I see somewhere that Too Short was the one that took you to Atlanta? Was that true?
0: Short took me to Atlanta a long you time are. ago. Showed me how to move around. Uh, Short is like, you know, I like to, I call Too Short Pops. Um, he's a godfather-like figure in my life. I've been knowing him since a kid uh
1: crazy personally
0: knowing him like since nine or ten years old um i've Damn. been able to mirror his movements mirror Aww. everything that he's done he's taken me in and uh what better embracing and than to have someone that has done it for 40 years consecutively and consistently um and uh just remains a current right and he's uh he's somebody who i've always idolized and he's an idol of mine as well as um a friend and someone who I confide in musically Hell yeah. um, on the personal level. So he's shown me a lot of things uh, and I, 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 I credit him with a lot of the mannerisms that I take when it comes to doing music. Right. You know, nowadays he's a, uh, he's definitely uh, one of those quiet figures that uh, never really gets the accolades or yeah. the headlines that he's deserving of. He's so humble, but um, he's, he's a legend.
1: For sure. That's a legend. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, y'all got hella records together too. Yeah, most definitely. You got a favorite?
0: My favorite record with me and Too Short. Um I like to say Life of the Party. Okay. Uh, which was actually a Snoop Dogg's record. Yeah. But I think the history of that record was um it was dope to to watch it. The the maturation of it is the story behind it actually gives validity to the actual song. Um, that much more. We yeah. were all just hanging out and um, at the time, we had a spot on, uh, what's that, 1600 Vine, 1500 Vine, one, one, one of those little buildings down there and uh, in Hollywood. And we didn't know that Snoop had a house there, had a spot there, hell. Damn, and Snoop we? just, me and Short. Oh, okay. And Snoop, we just saw Snoop in the hallway and he just came and he was like, he was like, is that Snoop? He had on like this little, yeah. kind of like incognito <laughs> costume. And uh, came, knocked on the door. We talked, laughed, cracked a few jokes. He was like, man, you know, I got the studio upstairs. Damn. And uh, we went up there, man, and we we did the record. And it was dope. It was, you know, a historic moment, Hell especially yeah. for me, somebody growing up watching those two icons finally collaborate on something and then me being a part of it and playing a role. That and, was
1: the first time they met?
0: No, it wasn't the oh. first time they met. Um, but they collaborated
1: music, on Music, you yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying, music-wise. Wow. I think
0: they did a song previous to that. Um, but this one on on a level where Snoop yeah. actually made it his single, um, right. and everyone contributed something equally. We were able to go on tour with it, and it was some uh, it was it was a uh, it was historic.
1: Do you have a favorite tour memory? Uh so many. I know.
0: So many. Uh, I'm living for the memories that I can't remember.
1: Hey, okay, Swerve. <laughs> I love it though. <laughs> I love it. Um, well, I was just gonna ask. Oh, yeah. Um can can we can we get the story behind uh Todd said that someone named Mr. Wig The Wiggler? Yeah, the Wiggler.
0: Talk he about said the wiggler? y'all were
1: having a lot of fun back then.
0: The Wig. I mean, yeah. The Wig was the nick. <laughs> <laughs> um those were times, man. The Wiggler was a um mysterious man. Okay. You know, and he came uh he appeared in our life with uh, bearing gifts and bearing opportunity. Um, and he actually amplified a lot of things that were going on. It was desolate at the time, um, in the Bay area. And he came out and he kind of reinvigorated a movement by amplifying things financially. And then with the excitement and energy that he brought to the cipher, uh, he actually motivated many of us to continue to, uh, come together and the cohesiveness of everyone's energy was able to, um, get a few more years uh, of you know activity going, and um, the Wiggler was a very—I uh, think they can do a movie about that man. He was oh, a wow. very, very mysterious, very good guy. Um, we all have our angels and demons, and um, I hope to see him return to the streets one day. Man, he was uh, a a good dude
1: for sure. Man, so I was—we uh, I was going to ask you a trivia question. Um, you ready? Sure. <laughs> Uh, who has the most rap- battles in battle rap?
0: Uh the most battles in battle rap. most views or most battles? The most
1: battles. You want to hear the the options?
0: What's my options?
1: King Los, Arsenal the Rebel, Daylight, Cool Modi. Arsenal. Oh okay. Ding ding ding. Yay!
0: Yeah. yeah. He got <laughs> <right>! <laughs> yeah. So that means you
1: get some gifts. Oh, I get gifts. Slapwoods. Yeah, this is from Slapwood.
0: It's a whole lot of uh, uh, cannabis going on on it, this thing, man. That's not
1: cannabis. Oh, slab was wrapped. not? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's get it right. Cannabis you know. related,
0: though, right? Um, I mean, you could roll cigars if you wanted to. Yeah, that's cannabis related. It's or not it's cannabis
1: if it's a cigar. a lot of
0: cannabis in. <laughs> <laughs> the cannabis in the day. I ain't mad at it. I yeah, appreciate um, gifts. Right. I like gifts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, man, well, how are you? What are you working on?
0: I'm always working. Um, I just opened up a nightclub. Um, what? So Where, oh, wait.
1: The, the after, after hours? It's yeah. actual.
0: We have after hours there, but it's an actual nightclub. It's a bar, bar and grill. Okay. Um, I named it after my mother. It's called Desi's. Wow. Um, it's right across the street from my clothing store in uh, Oakland, downtown Oakland. The dope Air. Um, I just opened up another nail shop
1: damn um, so
0: several businesses and ventures that i'm working towards um one of the biggest ones that i want to present to the world by next year is uh the dope air academy which is a school um for the de- wow. de- development of you know yeah inner city kids um with outside curriculums as far as not the traditional curriculum that school provide mm-hmm. i want to be able to um computer coding and You know, financial literacy, cryptocurrency, knowledging, coding, mining and things of that nature. So I want to be able to provide that kind of intel to the children with the Dope Air Academy. So now we're securing the funds and everything of that nature. And uh, that's going to be something that I want to release to the world that I'm very prideful about. um,
1: That's incredible. I love how much you do to help others. And I just really respect it.
0: Oh, man, it's a blessing, man. I credit my mother. Uh, My mother was. A person who would always, you know, she would give you the clothes off of her back. Damn. Um, It's just, you know, it's in my my nature.
1: Right. That's crazy. So, as I told you, mental health is a big part of the show. Um, I'm going to read you this statistic. Um, Children who grow up in a home with parents who are addicted to drugs or alcohol are three times more likely to suffer physical, sexual, and emotional abuse. Um, Was it difficult just, you know, seeing your mom do Cocaine or crack cocaine?
0: Um, at the right. time, you know, when you're young, you really don't understand it. You know it's something going on. Right. Um, luckily, she was able to uh, clean her life in the early stages of my life. Um, I think my mom got to clean around it was probably about nine. It was about nine she got clean, nine to ten. Um, was, you know, no longer used drugs. But um, unfortunately, we normalize certain things in our communities. Right. You know, out of a household of... My my grandmother had 11 kids, you know, nine of them on drugs. Damn. You know, so those things to us, it wasn't anything that was, it wasn't a deficit. It wasn't something that was, you know, we didn't look at it as a bad thing. We just like, you know, we normalized it. Yeah. Um, Um, and, and unfortunately that's how we heal with traumas in the communities that we come from by normalizing some of the biggest atrocities. Right. So, um, watching my mother get clean was definitely a, a great moment for me. And I'll never forget that. And, you know, she struggled with, uh, a lot of the things, man, that, you know, postpartum of the addictions, you know, those those are things that, you know, you deal with. Um,
1: Like, life after you're sober? Just life, 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 Life. man. Just
0: life in general, you know? Um, Right,
1: that's true. Life life is a
0: speeding train in certain situations, and it seems like it's always going to hit you, or you're going to get stuck on a track, or you're going to get, you know, nailed to something. And and, and life is like a speeding bullet in the communities that we come from, so it's hard to avoid the problems, the pain, and then still be progressive and productive. Um, And you have to learn to deal with that, you know? That's why... um, Certain people search for outlets in dealing Yeah So drugs become things Some people become over-sexualized Some people right. become um, uh, They submit and they succumb to Those things in the, in the communities that we come from So yeah, those uh, There are a lot of adults that haven't healed from childhood trauma Facts So, you know, we are uh,
1: yeah.
0: As a huge av- advocate of something like that I'm I'm always um, wanting to address it and speaking on it to give a different perspective of someone who uh, has survived from those situations. Right. You know, and still doing it, but still dealing with uh, the attachments of that.
1: Right. So how did you, like, I had B-Real on here and I was asking him about his PTSD and he was like, you just get over it. Like, did you ever go to therapy or did you ever feel like you needed to?
0: Yeah, therapy is a big thing. Uh, Therapy is something that, um, I'm a huge advocate of I feel like people need to go to therapy because you you may not even know that you're depressed
1: <laughs> true
0: there are things that um, clinically once it's being declared or once it's being diagnosed it diagnoses as characteristics of depression right. and many of us may not know it because as again we've normalized certain things that we've suppressed things mm-hmm. um, I'm a uh, someone who firmly believes and you have to reveal to heal Mm-hmm. And if you're not revealing Then you're suppressing And once that suppression Rises to the top It actually creates an explosion And many of us have exploded And we don't know it Right Because you know We use things like weed To suppress things We use things Damn,
1: like alcohol Oh No weed you
0: No, know, certain people smoke weed Because they feel like oh. this, is, this is how I get over it You ask the average person Why you smoke weed oh, man, I'm stressed out I'm going through something It's not just I want to smoke Because I like the feeling of You know some people are going through things and they use weed as clinical therapy.
1: I feel and attacked.
0: No, no, it's it's just the the attacking of it is because of it's not a biased perspective. This is actually why certain people use weed. Why do you use weed? Oh, I got PTSD or.
1: But why why can't the plant medicine help your anxiety? Why, why doesn't
0: can- say that it doesn't? I, you, I never said that it didn't. Okay. You know,
1: I, I. Oh, but you're surprised. Okay, I hear what you're saying.
0: I'm I'm giving notions of why certain people use things not saying that it doesn't and that may be a form of therapy to individuals
1: at what point did you stop smoking weed and why
0: And weed has always been an ongoing battle with me Um, oh shit my bad (laughs) i've always just you know from a young age when i used to steal my mother's weed Mm. um, we would smoke and in and out um then i went on a long run without smoking um I just have a very addictive personality. Me too. And then I have family members that have had a history of being addicts, mm. and I never wanted to be addicted to anything. And um, the self-control in me uh, prevents me from being vulnerable to falling to that addiction. And wow. so, anytime that I become uh, too much of something, uh, I just I step back, you know. So wow. um, I don't think I, I haven't smoked in about. Maybe three years, four years.
1: Wow, were you a heavy smoker?
0: Yeah, most definitely. Okay, you know, so I, and
1: so three years, four years ago, you would have loved all this shit.
0: I necessarily <laughs> loved it, but you know, I would have accepted it and appreciated it. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah. But like I say, you know, the weed nowadays is so strong, so crazy. It's like, you're <laughs> like, oh, what is, what is this? this die now what sounds call? like someone had a bad trip no not at all it's just, oh, okay. it's just you know it is what it is you know these people don't understand that a lot of chemicals and weed now activate other things mentally okay you know Damn, active, you do
1: your research
0: they act like activate a lot of other things and there are many of us that are dealing with uh as we alluded mental health problems that we know nothing about right and the psychosis of things begin to be activated and, you know, the, the, the chemicals that mix and that mesh, wow. some of them don't go well with each other. Right. And uh, you can activate some things too uh, that can be detrimentally vulnerable to your mind state.
1: Right. How did you, how are you so disciplined? How did, How were you able to like?
0: Um, many people have died due to lack of discipline.
1: True.
0: You know, yeah. um, and where we come from, uh, discipline is a key component in survival. Right. So it's something that you implement and you inoculate in your game plan uh, as a means of survival,
1: right? Man, it's just so crazy how, cause yeah, I I think you've been doing the turkey drives for like, or whatever for like how many like almost two, two decades? decades. Yeah, Yep, almost that two decades. That's so beautiful.
0: Backpack giveaway August twenty first. Damn, nineteenth um, annual.
1: That's crazy.
0: Um, so pretty good, man. Yeah. just being a, you know adhering to the calling. Right. You know the 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 supreme beings, whatever one may identify with, God, print whatever supreme beings. You know whatever you. Submit to um, has a calling for all of us, and you must adhere to the calling to do what you do. And when all right. it's all said and done, when you return back to that, you should go empty handed.
1: Right. How does it feel to perform at the Warriors game?
0: I love the Warriors. I've been a long time fan Me of the Warriors.
1: Me too. I, so I'm from, I li- I'm from Sunnyvale. Okay. But we used to drive up to the Oakland Arena, and I was in the nosebleeds when they sucked ass. So, I, you know, it's just crazy to see that this is actually happening. Right.
0: I love the words. Um, the franchise, the organization, um, they've done a great job of creating a great balance between the fans and, and um, the franchise and the team uh, by incorporating some of the local acts and artists. So right. to be able to watch the P-Lows, the Two Shorts, Hell the MC yeah. Hammers, and the E-40s. The and
1: Mr. Fabs.
0: Mr. Fabs. Hey. Um, <laughs> and, 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 and put them a part of the plan, man. Um it's nice man i i definitely feel uh privileged and blessed to be a part of something that is just so so historic when you sit back and you look at it years later we're probably not realizing what we're living in in these times right but when you look back years later you're like wow you that was crazy i was actually, i was there yeah you know um
1: for sure so
0: it's a happy moment um great uh it's, it's dope it's yo
1: would they give you a nickname because you were courtside so much
0: uh, I think that's a self made moniker, you know, front oh. row Fabby. The jumbo tron Don. Hey. You know, we just be having fun.
1: Right. Wait, so you gotta pay for those tickets? Yeah. Oh, okay. I always I wondered. That's
0: definitely, definitely. I spent uh spent about
1: how much you spent?
0: <laughs> this year on finals? Like yeah. I mean, this year playoff game?
1: Probably like
0: yeah. two hundred thousand.
1: dollars hundred and eighty thousand, something
0: like that. For how many tickets? Uh two tickets, like but through the whole playoffs, this run. Oh, uh, okay. But we was going to home games and away games, so it was cool. Damn. spent been a nice, pretty piece of change.
1: Why don't you just get season tickets? You got those already? We do. Oh, okay. But okay, okay when the, like
0: the playoffs, that it's different. Oh, uh, okay. They don't count. So, like, the finals games was, like,
1: 25000 a seat. Mm,
0: wow. You know, so you're dealing with stuff like that. It's cool. It ain't nothing. And it's something. Yeah. You know, can't write it off and undermine it. It's something. Yeah. just be blessed to be able to afford whatever the something is.
1: Hell, yeah. Man, speaking of legendary, it's just... It's fire. Thank you. I appreciate it. We're going to get you. We're going to make sure you get some more. Yes, Lord. (laughs) (laughs) I'm dead. So, I was just going to ask, just, yeah, because, you know, I'm from the Bay. Um, We were thinking that, like, hella young. Were you, you know... uh, we grew up to the hyping movement. Like, were you thizzing? Like,
0: I never popped a pill in my life.
1: Oh, my gosh. Okay, but Ghost Ride It, though? You were Ghost Riding the Whip? Oh, yeah,
0: for sure. Can we, we
1: just talk about Ghost Ride It? What about it? I, I Okay, so ever since I booked, shout out to Echo, ever since this was booked, I've been just, but I play like the same four songs on repeat that literally have a soft spot. New Oakland being the top one. Oh, that's dope. You know? That like, song lived. We really grew up to your shit though, like for real.
0: Man, that's dope, man. Um, it's crazy, like um.
1: Ghost riding, ghost just, ride the whip.
0: Like, just going out. Like, so my daughter had a. She's a, a part of a dance group. Well, she was a part of a dance Hell group. Hell yeah, I love and, that. Um, they danced to New Oakland, and it was just so crazy to me because oh. it was like y'all wasn't even born when I did this song.
1: What do you mean? Oh, like certain yeah. people, like
0: my daughter. Yo, she how old born. is she? She's
1: 13. Oh my god! But it's just so
0: crazy looking at it. Like going to the club, and when that song comes on, people act like it just came out, bro. Like so, it's it survived that song. It's a the that that record that record has survived.
1: That's like get out the car, let Cas.
0: I would. I don't bed. know. That. That's the fan's sake. I don't know, man. I just yeah. was happy to make it uh, both records. You know, the Ghost Rider is funny, but you know, Ghost Rider is not so much of my urban record. Like when I that record outside of Oakland is like they love that record, right. the Ghost Rider. I used to hate performing that record.
1: Cause, cause you heard it so much. No,
0: nah, just to me, it was like when you get older, you are like, yo, this is corny. Yeah. But y'all to me, were, it was cool. It y'all was Y'all cool. were
1: in the Ghostbusters car.
0: Yeah, I had fun. We rented the actual car. We shot the video like six days. Came down here.
1: It was in L.A.?
0: Half of it was in L.A. Echo locked in some stuff. We locked in some stuff. What? That was crazy. I'm
1: tight that you and Echo have known each other this long and she never brought you to me.
0: Oh, I'm man. about to throw some.
1: <laughs> lit- Yo, facts. In in due time. All right. <laughs> I'm dead. But, like, because like, I remember one time we ghost ride the whip. On 280 in the middle of the night. Like, y'all were really doing that shit?
0: Yeah, it was uh, it was lit. You know, Ghost Rider yeah. came from... Uh, it was a dude named Critty Bo. His name was Chris. He was from a city called... He was from a part of Oakland called Ghost Town, West Oakland. And um, we all went to school together when we were young. He had this car, which was... Uh, it was a van. It was like a Chevy van. And it had gold rims everything on it and he would at lunchtime he would ghost ride his car <laughs> like in front of the school like by the line and by the stuff and all the kids all the girls everybody would like just go crazy looking at creed like yo creed a fool like yeah. you know that's the dude from ghost town that's how they drive and they ghost riding you know that's how fools in a ghost ride right and uh he made it famous man and next thing you know you would see people like walking your dog. It's like walking your car. You would see people at the sideshows and
1: Damn. late night. That, that's
0: how they would come through just to show off their car. Like, yeah, you see it.
1: Yo. And then
0: it, it transcended into, you know, something epic. And, um, man, that was crazy, man. look back. Looking back at it, it was like we never knew that it would, you know, it would transcend like that. But Bro. That's how it did.
1: And we got to talk about sideshow with Tracks a million. Yeah.
0: Rest in peace like, Tracks.
1: I'm sorry. Yo, facts.
0: Rest in peace of Trax. Trax a very good man. Um, his legacy will continue to live on through his music, through his children. Um, mm-hmm. But I feel like the music never really defined who he actually was as a person. Right. He was a much more greater friend than anything that he contributed to music. Wow. Um, and, you know, that is someone who I'll miss dearly, just our conversations of life. Right. You know, I was a, I was a friend of mine. Right. Not just my producer, not just somebody wow. that made Beast. That was actually my friend. There were times where uh, even in his you know uh latter days it was more so like i would be like yo you need anything i would Mm -hmm. send food to his spot and you know just checking on him man that was a that was a real good friend of mine man so um i'm glad that he left something that uh will live on yeah and that's the beauty in the music right you know sideshow was just something like that record sideshow was a record we was um we were in san jose
1: san jose that's my hood
0: (laughs) Um, Dad,
1: oh. He's from San Jose too. We was
0: in San Ho leaving uh E40s Club. We was leaving the ambassador's lounge. And um he was like, hey man, you know what it'd be dope? Is if y'all came back to the studio, man, I got some beats. And me and Short was like, oh you know, my the, God. the only way to lure Short Shorty, The lure Short in was like, you know, some girls up there. He's like, yeah. like, oh, all right, come on, let's go. Yeah. So we went to the studio, man, and we, cre- oh, we created that at like 3, 4 in the morning.
1: <laughs> like, Wait, no. really?
0: Yeah, it was crazy.
1: Were there sideshows happening outside? Like what?
0: I don't know if there was no sideshows in San Jose. You know, we don't right. play in San Jose.
1: Right, yeah.
0: People from Oakland don't play with San Jose.
1: Wait, why?
0: The police is crazy. The uh, police will do something to you. Oh, uh,
1: okay. At least
0: at home, we know certain officers. We'd be like, oh, what's that, bro? Like, yeah. oh, San Jose ain't doing no plan. Yo. And,
1: like,
0: uh-uh. and that's a long way to get home. Oh. We wasn't taking no chances. <laughs> that's it. We'll meet up at the gas station, that shell right there, before you get on the freeway. But other than that, we ain't playing around. That's so
1: hilarious. We went
0: and uh, created the Sideshow record. It was dope. Me Too Short, Tracks a Million. And, uh, Man, the rest is history.
1: Did y'all know in that moment though, like?
0: You never know. People always make it seem like they know you. You know, you can be enthused about a song and amped and juiced about a record, like, "Oh, this the one, this go. this crazy." This go. But you never know. You know, it's all up to the fans. Like, I never, in a million years, you could have never told me that New Oakland would have the legs that it still has.
1: New Oakland is my favorite song of yours.
0: Yeah, that's like, like you know, you would never, you could have never told me that. Especially with me, it was just a childhood dream to do the record with who was in the studio with me with with G-Stack and Bathgate. They were two legends that had legendary moments in our city. Uh, One was a part of a group called the Delinquents, which ruled the underground and the streets of Oakland for several years.
1: Wow, that makes it even more meaningful. Yeah, and
0: then the other was Bathgate, who was signed to No Limit and the heyday of No Limit, like when it was like... Popping. It was thriving, and so they were a part of a group called Steady Mob, and so I seen an opportunity in the studio when them two being there and and i went after it so to secure that and to see the finishing product still have years later 18 years later still be you know the nostalgia of it as well as just the energy that it brings every time it's recorded and uh, performed amen it's amazing and then ea ski produced it so it's just a legendary record
1: that's crazy It's so crazy, because I just put out a vlog, it's from hella long ago, but it was at Saweetie's birthday, and New Oakland came on, it
0: was over. Like I said, I had no idea that it was going to have the legs that it has. All these years later I'm happy I'm just Do you ever
1: get sick of Performing that one? No not at all Oh okay cool That's my go to Oh okay okay You yeah, got to
0: Yeah that's my go to I love yeah, that one
1: It probably brought you A little little coins too
0: Got a nice piece of change Off yeah. that record.
1: <laughs> Back in the day That's Still funny. today Right
0: For real <laughs> For real All
1: right. How, did it, how does it feel To be in the streaming era Cause
0: Um Man I love it man oh, okay. I okay I, I feel like Nowadays, you get a lot of chance. You get some kids who may be in their grandmother's basement, man, could do a record and, you know, buy their grandmother's house.
1: Yeah, wow.
0: You know, how could you be mad at that? I think there are a lot of people who haven't adjusted to the times or uh, lack the ability to uh, create with the vibes, and they become angry and they become uh, displaced with uh, emotion and be mad at the, the current times of music. Man, anytime somebody can take a dream of theirs and expound on that and provide for their family, I'm all for it.
1: That's beautiful.
0: You know, I'm all for it. Hell so, yeah. streaming, views, YouTube, all that, man, if, it, if it's helping take care of some people, and um, long as people are, are, are monetizing and getting their stuff right and making sure that you're getting your paperwork and your credit and everything right, hey, man, go for it. Go get it. Right. Go take advantage of your dream. Thanks. I
1: love that. All right, I'm going to give you another gift. This is from Ice Fire. Oh, shoot. What is it? Yeah, Ice Fire.
0: So, it's an electronic dab. She's trying um, to get me high, like y'all. Yo. She want me to get high, you y'all. You feel
1: me? And then these, this is from Hamilton Devices. So, these are like the, these are portable. Um, but, yeah, these are vapes, too. Um, yeah. She's trying to get me high. <laughs> hey, y'all. If you like dabbing, be sure to check out Hamilton Devices. They have the most Innovative, creative, hard-hitting vaping devices. I promise you will not be disappointed. Uh, but I was gonna ask because I was listening. One of my the four, one of the four favorite songs, uh, calling my name with the Jacka. I just gotta get the story behind that. I'm sorry, you like you like that song too, right?
0: My favorite songs. Callin my- um
1: Rest in peace to the Jacka, though, for real.
0: Yeah, the Jacka was my favorite rapper.
1: Damn.
0: Um, he was my favorite rapper while he was alive, though. You know, it wasn't it wasn't the Thank you okay. um, it, it, it wasn't the oh, I'll wait till you pass To tell the world Like Every interview I would do I would always say Jack was my favorite rapper <laughs> Like that was actually That was my friend Right Not only was he my favorite rapper He was like You know my brother Um. So the record was dope The Call of My Name Was actually a record That I did
1: I, I be feeling I, I will cry That song is beautiful Yeah
0: I did I did the record And I was like, yo, Jack, I need you on this song. He was like, okay, I'm gonna come, I'm gonna come do it. Bedrock produced it. Oh, wow. Um, The record was done. And this is at the time where I'm dealing with trying to figure out where we're gonna go in the direction of atlantic records of mm. putting the album out so i'm creating a record for atlantic
1: Damn. uh for
0: the atlantic record situation and
1: oh wow we're
0: going through some turbulent things we're going through some some contract situations oh. and um oh. and it was just you know just trying to figure it out and jack came to me and was like yo you using that record we did and i was like uh I'm like, I want to. He was like, man, I'm about to drop Tear Gas, man. I would love to put it out on my project. And I was like, go ahead.
1: Damn. Because a lot of
0: people always was wondering why I had two verses and why he had one verse on the song. It was already a song that I had already done, but Mm. I gave it to him. Wow. um, My biggest regret about that record is never shooting a video for it.
1: Damn.
0: Um, We always would talk about how we wanted to shoot one, and we was going to shoot one. And then, like, three, four days before he passed.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: It was like we were in the studio. And, um, it was just, it was, it was weird. Like sitting back thinking about it now. like, it was, it was a surreal feeling. Like we was in a lab and he was like, yo, let's work on a project, man. Just in case, you know, anything happened. We'll have some music that, you know, can outlive us.
1: No. Oh my God. And I was like, what? I'm
0: like, what you talking about?
1: That's crazy. No, let's just work on some
0: shit. And, uh. Man that, And a couple of days later Man that happened And I'm it was so like I'm so sorry And I was tough man I was like That That hit me like I was affected like You know not naturally Like when my mom died But When Jack died I was like Man I, I felt like Like my mom's son died Like That's you know Crazy I was hurt Um, That was tough That It was tough for me man to I'm deal sorry. with that because uh, me and him had so much we had been around the world together we you know we, we
1: yeah that's Europe man.
0: Africa like you know we, we did all kind of stuff together and um, that was my guy man so yeah calling my name will forever be I was uh, gonna say did,
1: that must feel so meaningful to be able to perform that because
0: yeah that's my guy man yeah yeah, yeah I like that record <laughs>
1: that's crazy and I was gonna ask you know I know you lost Mac Dre too like
0: been a lot of losses yeah that's life you know you know the blessing of life is you can continue to keep living but the curse of life is as you continue to keep living there are many people who won't that's yeah you know um, wow and it's like the old riddle of saying what if you could live forever would you want to live forever all the suffering and pain you'll have to witness forever damn and so as you as you live you learn but you'll lose and um it's a part of life
1: wow that's crazy, man. I just wanted to ask, like, I don't know. Do you got a crazy Mike Dre story you could tell? Or some, maybe a good memory? Because I know um, his birthday just passed, too.
0: Dre gave a lot of people opportunities, man. Um, Dre was galvanizing some of the people who he felt were uh, the stars that could potentially propel the Bay to the next level. Uh, the music industry. He had a great sense of uh A&R, uh, qualities where he was able to organize and and, and put the right people together. Uh, he built a nice team uh, and and I just happened to be handpicked a part of that team and I, I, I was uh, I was eager and ready to you know adhere to whatever challenges or uh, the task may have been and uh, unfortunately I didn't know that in his passing that the task would be I would have to step in and, and fill a void and that was what was left to me to do with the label that he had formulated and i put put everything on the back with the thiz and we 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 we, i did it to the best of my ability but for a 22 year old 23 year old dealing with all of these you know uncharted emotions and um the characteristics of several different individuals you get lost in that sometimes so it was definitely tough um and you know it was what it was but uh, God doesn't make any mistakes, and you have to be mindful of that right. and when you're called for something, even though you may not be ready at the time uh there are blessings in the lessons and I just had to continue to keep studying and that's what it is Here I am now, just you know continuing to apply some of the things that I've studied and I've learned along the way Hell yeah um but a small short funny story uh with dre would be um <laughs> we yeah. were at his uh we were at a house that he had in uh in Sacramento. Me, Mac Dre, and my cousin Desmond. And um Dre had lost his grill.
1: Uh yeah. And he was
0: just he woke up just tripping the whole morning like Cuddy <laughs> I'm not going outside without my teeth. <laughs> it's like, but don't and so he was just walking around the whole house like this. Yo. Looking for it was so funny because we all just sitting up after a long night of partying or whatever. Yeah. And uh my memory still draws a blank if he found them or not.
1: Yeah.
0: But for an hour, he was just, he was, you know, you know how you open the refrigerator and ain't nothing in there. And then, like, ten minutes later, you come back in like somebody magically went grocery shopping. Yeah. And he just was just, he was looking. He lifted up the couch. And ten minutes later, he came back like, cutting. it on. No- yeah. Double checking. Cut on. Not going outside, Cody. Go to- Yo. And that shit was just funny, man. We was just, I, it's just one of those things. But it just, it just was funny, man. Dre was a, <laughs> Dre had a great personality, man. He was a, he was a TV star. He was a, he was like a, the character that, you know, that the world loves with Snoop Dogg. Yeah. You know, in a marginalized, kind of yeah. like con- conceptual way. Hell yeah. That's who Dre was to us. Right. You know, Um. and uh, yeah, he, he's missed. He will be missed Uh. and may his legacy continue to live on through artists who continue to create.
1: Right. Uh, I was going to say, Drake shows hella love.
0: Yeah, a lot of people. A lot of people show love. And even if they do it subconsciously, uh, you can see uh, signs of the DNA in Mm -hmm. some of the things that they do. Um, So, you know, the only thing left now is to create a, a movie or some documentation that continues to you know, that will flourish and get big so the rest of the world can know because there's still there people no who may Mac not know. Is there
1: no documentary or not? I mean,
0: there's, there's, there, there, there are documentaries okay. yeah, that They document got to do it things, right, though. But it has to be on, a you know, a oh, major platform. Pick. Yeah, Hell something yeah. like
1: that. And y'all got to interview all the legends. <laughs> I'm going to do the interview.
0: I told myself I was only drinking water today. I just remember Oh, that. my
1: bad. I'm sorry. It's all good. All right, so we're going to end with a spitfire round. Let me give you these last gifts I'm with real it. quick. This
0: is from Session Good. This is the bong you see right here. Oh shit. Did I just hit You only hit the face mask, he ain't you? Oh yeah. Shout out my man Sam.
1: The cone. Oh, this yeah. This is
0: Sessions from Sam.
1: And then this is from Al Capone. Um they're big on the East Coast. Yeah, they- Al
0: Capone, they do a lot of the battle raps. They do sponsor oh, they do? the battle rap stuff. Oh,
1: sick. They do a lot I was of gonna say, smack. yo, my homegirl from the bay, shout out Kendall. She couldn't make it. She said you're top five battle rappers. I'm
0: alright. I used to be good. Yeah. <laughs> Al Capone, they sponsor the battle raps for smack good people.
1: I love that. I love that. All right, you ready?
0: I'm sure. Come on.
1: This is the Temple 10 Spitfire round. Temple um, 10 Spitfire. Favorite emoji?
0: Praying hands.
1: Favorite snack?
0: Sunflower seeds.
1: Favorite Bay Area hypey song?
0: Feeling myself.
1: Hey, I'm in the All right. Dumbest bag you ever dropped?
0: Um. I don't know. Um, I think I spent three hundred thousand on a Lambo.
1: I was gonna ask about your Lambo.
0: No, I don't know if you it was the dumbest bag. It was cool.
1: You say you don't even like to drive, right?
0: I hate driving. I got like ten cars. I hate driving.
1: Where you put them? Different spots. <laughs> Currency has a garage for like his thirty something cars mm-hmm. or some shit. That's just wild. Uh, biggest fear.
0: Um. My biggest... I'm claustrophobic. Me yeah, too. Like, I have too. Ex, extreme claustrophobia, and it ignites my uh, anxiety. Mm. And um, another thing, you know, I, I suffer from that. Um, so, just being claustrophobic. Um, I hear I, you. I, I Extreme claustrophobia.
1: I hear you. I don't like... I need the aisle seat on the plane. Oh,
0: yeah, I only ride aisle Like, I'm not doing... It's so crazy. I went to the, um, I was invited to the White House the other day. Bro, I forgot to talk
1: about that. I'm going to ask you about my, that. My
0: first flight, the, like the first flight that I had, I got on. I was late, um, of course. And um, they they gave my seat away. So the uh, only seat that was available was like a middle seat. And so I got on the plane. I'm the last person to get on the plane. And they're going to shut the door. And I'm like, no, no, no. They're like, oh, I'm, like that, I'm not riding on this plane. Yeah. Like,
1: Damn, you got off?
0: I got off. I'm like, I'll, I'll catch the next one. So, I had to wait a couple of hours at the airport to catch the next one. But it was either that or have a panic attack, and right. you know that's not good for my mental health. I'm not going to put that pressure on myself.
1: Right? Do you do people be asking you for photos at the airport?
0: Um, sometimes I get lucky.
1: <laughs> I'm dead. I love it. Uh, how much you throwing at the ship club?
0: Uh, a lot. It's fun. <laughs> I love it.
1: Yeah, I love. Favorite sex position?
0: Um, missionary. Why? It's something about looking in someone's eyes.
1: Craziest thing you've seen happen in Oakland?
0: Gentrification.
1: Damn. Uh, last question. First thing that comes to mind, Mr. Fab. Yee. That's it. A- Speechless. Right. Ooh. like legend i'm gonna just keep calling you a legend (laughs) for real wait real quick before we end how was the white house
0: (laughs) it's cool great experience um when i was young i was invited to the national youth congress uh for young leaders of america wow Um, at the time my mother couldn't afford to send me to dc wow so when the opportunity came of this invite i jumped on it i think it was more so more about accomplishing something uh that I couldn't do when I was younger. Right. And so when I went into it, the whole flight, that's all I was remembering is when my mother couldn't afford to fly me to DC for that. Wow. And uh, now here it is at this level, I'm able to be invited and rub shoulders with some of today's world leaders. And it was nice.
1: You gonna get into politics? Uh, eventually. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much for coming on Show no, appreciate Temple. And man. then we Thank got so one much. more gift. It's from St. Perry. It's a little big.
0: That's a weed gift too? No, it's actually oh. clothes. I ain't mad at oh, that.
1: Right. Oh, shit. I
0: ain't mad at it's that. It's from a
1: clothing company in Atlanta. Lego. Yeah. It's a little big. So, yeah.
0: Lego. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. They got the East Issae Laurent uh, font.
1: Hey, yeah. I like that. I didn't even notice that. I shop a lot. Oh, you do? Yeah. You? I
0: got Slim. He ain't going to get it. I got it. it. That's my dog. Right. I got him. Hey, man. Appreciate all the gifts.
1: Yo, of course. Thank you for pulling up, man. And I appreciate the energy. Thank you. You great energy. Thank you, man. Love it right it's love. I'm very, I'm very, like I've been really wanting to interview you. I was so excited. That's dope,
0: man. I appreciate it, man.
1: Of course. All right. Well, how do you feel about doing? Well, first we need a
0: drop. All right. Appreciate y'all tuning in to Shirley's Temple. Have a Shirley Temple and come talk to me. It's Mr. Fab, man, and I had a great time up here. You feel me?
1: Fire! Yay! Can we play some Mr. Fab?